is going on, everybody? Matt Moriarty, the Moriarty Agency at Farmers Insurance, and you have the Home Team Podcast uh, with our everyone on this podcast, including the great Chandler Fendler. Hello, hello, hello. Chandler Fendler here, your residential realtor with Live Sotheby's International Realty. And of course, the always awesome John freaking Reed. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. John Reed with Security National Mortgage Company. We had a little bit of a blast from the past there, and we just <laughs> we went well with it. Who cares, right? Yeah, this I is liked just a freaking intro. Yeah. So, hey, guys, today we're going to talk about, uh, you know, keeping with our, our home team podcast, uh, and what we talked about as well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, real estate investing, right? Because um, here's the deal, right? Um, we have some people who are uh, do this on our on our day in and day out basis, sitting in this room, right? And also, you know, whether it be themselves or also helping people. Um, and so I know there's a lot of questions about that. I think the last podcast we talked about. Um, you know, the market right now and when's a good time to buy and uh, always now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, from a, you know, it's a different mindset a little bit, right? Uh, to some extent with regards to um, buying income producing properties, right? So Chandler, we'll go to you again. Hi. When would you say is a good time to invest in real estate? Right now. What? That's what you just said. What? The best time to invest is right that's now. A true, that's a trick question, isn't it? You mean it? right now? And it's just a very slippery slope. Right? I will sell you something right now. Right now. Right now? Right now, it's not that Give out your phone number right yeah. now. <laughs> I can write us up a contract. No, I've done it before. Right? I've done it before. No, I mean, I mean now, right? I mean, we were talking about like, you know, growth mindset. Now, if it's, if it's something that you're thinking about now and you've thought it through a little bit, there's no better time. You can ask yourself, well, you know, why are you waiting? Mm-hmm. If, it, if the time isn't now, well, then why are you waiting, right? And people say, well, you know, people people wait for that first child, right? Oh, we're going to have our first child when X, Y, and Z. Okay, but why when X, Y, and Z? Because that's not going to be the perfect time either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there is no quote-unquote perfect time, so you should do it now. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, if you're, if you're inclined, if you're in, you have the money, the capital mm-hmm. to do it, obviously do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the market, it's if it's a long term investment. Right. Uh, what would so let me just go back a little bit. Right. What are the advantage advantages to owning real estate, Chandler, especially ones that could be income producing, whether it be um, let's first digest uh, uh, a like a, a transaction that you're going to buy that you're going to rent out. What are the advantages to doing that? Oh, well, there's lots of advantages. Mm hmm. I don't know if you're fishing for a certain answer. I'm not fishing oh, for anything. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm just, your mind, I'm assuming that people you, may you not own. know. Cause yeah. I, you know, if someone just listens to the first five minutes of this, they're just going to go, I'm going to go do it. I'm so, go. <laughs> uh, but we, we want to, somebody we wanna, hold me back. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. We want to give you reasons as oh, well. Got it. Right? Okay. So, yes. I didn't know if I was being teed up. Yeah. No, from a standpoint <laughs> of, of someone who owns, well, soon to be multiple investment oh, properties. What, what do you see as an advantage to having real estate, investment real estate? Well, we're all crazy. <laughs> Being a landlord is crazy. No, well, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, so advantages. Well, there's different types of investment strategies. I was just talking to one of my best friends from high school about this. She, they're doing it in, um, well, she knows I'm in real estate, obviously. She sends me referrals, um, but from Florida. Um, but her and her husband have some, you know, some What's money. up, Florida? Yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> Jacksonville. Jacksonville um, in the house. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so she called me and she said, hey, you know, my husband and I, which I went to high school with both of them, um, you know, we're looking to like do some investment. I just wanted to, you know, pick your brain about it and like do things and stuff. Great. So I always start off with, well, what kind of investor do you want to be? Right. People say, well, how do you even get the term investor? Listen, if anybody owns any sort of real estate, you are an investor, believe it or not. Right. So 
it's not really as fancy of a term as we like to as we like to think, right? We're all investors, but you have to pick your strategy just like everything else, right? So you heard different kind of investments out there. You can like buy and hold, mm -hmm. which is what we call, you know, buying a house, um, renting it out. And then your plan is to hold it for, you know, the foreseeable future, right? Mm -hmm. So then you're making, um, you know, hopefully, right? You want to at least make enough rent to cover your payments. Um, and if you're making more than that, then that's obviously even better, but you want to make just, you know, you want to at least make enough to cover your payments and more is good. Um, and then you can bank on that, that riding the equity train is what I call it. So you're, mm -hmm. you're riding the market, right? So your, your strategy there is, um, equity pretty much mm -hmm. then, or you could get, you know, like a, you know, a really good deal on a house, which, which the profit margins for investors now aren't, what they used to be, mm -hmm. right? Because we're buying higher. So back in the day where, when you could, you know, maybe make, there's all these fancy terms I could use, but make more money on, on rent than your mortgage, like say like a thousand dollars, right? That sounds mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. But our margins now are getting eaten to a little bit closer. So, so that's another investment strategy, which we've had to kind of change right now. Because now is not really the time for that one. Mm -hmm. um, or you could do like a fix and flip, mm -hmm. right? So that's more of a short term one where you buy, um, you know, buy some real estate, put some money into it, make some improvements, and then sell it, right? Then roll the money, keep rolling the money. So and we we will do pod podcasts on all of these so you get a better understanding, oh, sure. yeah. right? But for this specific one, let's talk about someone who is going to buy a home and rent it out. Like, what are the advantages okay. to that? So, so we would call that like a buy and hold. So some advantages to that are um, your money is working for you while you sleep, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, what good is our money? Always good. Yeah. We want something to be doing something while we sleep. <laughs> exactly. Well, They're there's... like your employee. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. Get to work. Yeah. Well, what there is that quote. What is it? It's like some investment quote about money's not working for you and something unless it works for you while you sleep. You know, that, I read that, so that, many quotes. We'll just, that sounds we'll good. Just, we'll that just, sounds good right there. Oh, right. Okay. Exactly. We'll just plot that on our, our you know, oh, there, it's a Chandler. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. That book is probably really long. <laughs> Because I hear so many quotes, I read so many things, it gets all bojangled in my head, yeah. but it like makes sense, right? Like, so you want your money working for you while you sleep, yeah, yeah. right? What good is it if it doesn't? So uh, Chandlerisms. Yeah, Chandlerisms, are, they're, they're well, fabulous. I mean, it's a basic difference between an asset and a liability, right? An yep. asset is something that's, that's going to be bringing you back money in. Yeah. Right, right, return. We want that. So yeah. you have your money working for you while you sleep, right? Instead of sitting in your bank account. There's a lot of tax advantages um, that are involved. Lots um, of tax advantages. And I'm not the expert on those. I talk to an attorney or a uh, CPA. Right? Yep. So I um, just send all that stuff to my CPA and then trust them and my best attorney friends. Oh dear. Surrounded by lots Shout of out. attorney friends. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my attorney friends, the squad. You know who you are. Whoop, whoop. whoop, whoop. <laughs> my best friends. Oh, yeah. This is funny. So, three, well, two of my really best friends are attorneys. Uh huh. And um, then they hang out with attorneys. So when we go to things like back pre-pandemic, you know, we'd go to like a lot of events together and we're the squad. And so everyone just assumes if they don't know me, say I go somewhere. Because you're an attorney? Yeah. <laughs> so then one of my attorney friends and she knows who she is. She's like, oh, no, Chandler. Oh, no, no. She's just a realtor. Oh, <laughs> just a realtor. Just a realtor. I am yeah. like, I'm just your freaking realtor. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And yours. 
and yours and yours and yours. Chandler Findler, attorney at law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I thought about, um, but too much reading. Right. Three years of law school. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, it wasn't for me either. One for me. But if if I could be an attorney. I was pre-law, but I never took advantage of it. Were you? You I stayed was. pre-law. Yeah. <laughs> you <stayed>. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I still am pre-law. Pre-law. <laughs> So it's yeah. been the best spot to be. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. If law school wasn't so boring. I probably would have done it. Um, well, so I actually, I'm just going to real quick. So I actually, uh, so I actually was going to, uh, serious about going to law school. So I talked to the Navy. Right. And so, mm. um, and uh, it's cause I, I paid for my own way through college, but, uh, anyways, um, I, I talked to the Navy about getting going t- into you know the JAG Corps right and they and so they they gave me all this information and I said okay so here's uh, you know what do I have to do I have to sign up for a certain amount of time um, and and you know do all that stuff and I was like well what happens if like I end up not like getting kicked out of law school or something does that mean I don't you know I still owe this time to the Navy and they're like yep. And so I was like, you had to pay your wow, team. so I am going, uh, there's a, there's a risk there, right? Mm-hmm. That I'm, they're going to put me on a submarine <laughs> and I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> that probably wouldn't happen. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, from that standpoint, again, we're talking about growth mindset. I probably didn't have the best growth mindset on there, but I love what I do now. So that's, yeah. we're, we're good. See, it we're brings good. us I'm back calling. to how sexy insurance is. Right? Exactly. It's sexy insurance. If you were just a seaman, I mean... <laughs> Okay, inappropriate. AC man. AC man. Then you wouldn't be in sexy insurance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You'd be stuck on a boat somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Or it could be in the Jag Corps someplace. Or I could be hanging out with, you know, the uh, the friends. We have some mutual friends, right, who are mm-hmm. also attorneys. One of them is my attorney as well. Um, and so, yes, we would be. Uh, we would be stuck. Uh, I would be there with the, with you, and I would be laughing at that joke as an attorney, mm-hmm. making fun of you <laughs> know the, the, just the realtor. Just the realtor. Yep. Just, just, the, just the realtor. The realtor. You're just not an attorney like us. No, I only know real estate law, but I can't practice it. <laughs> no, because I'm not a licensed attorney. Anyway, we'll get back to the. But I can advise on it, but you can't practice it. But anyways, but. Oh, yeah. So we were talking about, oh, um, so, oh, yeah, tax advantages Mm -hmm. to owning a rental property. So ask your, you know, uh, contact your local expert on that. Um, And then, um, what did I say? Oh, yeah. I think so the, the, there's tax advantages to it. Oh, yeah. And before Matt went on his, you know, little uh, Jagrant. Yeah, Jagrant, right? <laughs> I'm like, wait, we're talking about investment? Wasn't there a show called Jag? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, your money's working for you, tax advantages, um, you know, and then once you pay it off, right? Like, or anytime, right? You, you, you have like working capital for you. You can access it to pay for your kid's college or. Your next investment property. Next investment property or roll it yeah. into. If you're smart. Yeah. If you're smart, you'll keep rolling it and rolling it, rolling yeah. it, rolling it. Um, yeah. So it has lots of advantages. Mm-hmm. And, and just keep increasing, 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 getting bigger, bigger, mm-hmm. bigger. Um, rolling and, it on in. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so John, yes. uh, if someone wanted to look at, at that process, I mean, like, so let's say that let's talk about, you know, we have uh, Jim over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jim Right. Once to get into the uh, world of real estate investing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, w- what does Jim need to know uh, in order to make that happen from a loan standpoint? Like, I'm sure, you know, that there are some kind of rules. It's not 2007. Well, they'll just give a loan to anybody. Right. Right. Um, right. We're all correct on that. Yes, okay. you are correct. Right. We you do are have licensed. Right? Regulations. Right? I am licensed. <laughs> I am. All right. So in multiple states. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. John is right. We're, yeah. we're going to race to see how many, you know, uh, states we can all be licensed in. But that's right. Um, but John, tell me um, what what is the first step in the process for someone who wants to go down that road? So it is going to be a more involved process than, say, 
purchasing your primary residence or even your first first home that you're you're buying, um, there you're going to have more capital that you have to put in because from a lending standpoint, it is a riskier um, investment on our end. Mm-hmm. You know, this if if there is some sort of a financial crisis in the individual's life they're more inclined to get rid of that investment property than they would be their primary residence. So they're, from that standpoint, the lender does have to assume that risk. Um, with that being said, so you're going to have a little bit more capital injection in terms of the down payment. You know, it's usually, you can do 20% to 25% is pretty standard for investment properties. Um, as of right now, rates are um, significantly higher for a lot of lenders out there on investment properties and really even second homes. Mm-hmm. Um and part of that is is a trickle-down effect from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac on, on those type programs. Um, but it is, a, it is a more involved process in the terms that we need to make sure that you, one, can qualify for that payment along with all of your other payments that you have. Um, we usually will take the rental uh, income analysis of what the rent would be mm-hmm. on, a, on a buy and hold situation into account for um, as income towards that payment. So we usually will do a 75% occupancy rate um, for, for safety standards uh, on our end um, that you would be able to have that rent coming in. So it, we, it's more of an involved process on our end. Um, you can expect you know, a little bit higher rates than what you're seeing on your primary residence, um, and you can expect you know, a higher down payment as well. Mm. Uh, but the process itself, as far as getting approved, going through the motions, it's exactly the same. Um, it's going to be you know, in typical stances, it's, it's, uh, instances, it's about 30 days start to finish, um, for that process. So would you ever advise anyone, um, taking money from their primary residence, uh, and using that as, as, you know, a down payment on a, uh, investment property? Cause we always talk about equity, right? Like if you, if you bought a home five years ago, mm-hmm. right, chances are the, uh, the, depending on where you live, right. The, uh, percentage of growth uh from an equity perspective is is pretty high mm-hmm. right um what what are your thoughts on that it, it depends it depends on what i call the DNA. john should be an attorney too yeah. it depends that's <laughs> it the depends, attorney right. answer yeah gray it depends. area, yeah, gray area. Yeah. well it I does can talk my way out of either side right yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what it depends on what i call the dna the deal what is the full financial picture of that individual look like you know they may have uh, a great interest rate on their primary residence. They have equity there, um, but increasing that payment on the first would all, or on their their primary residence would you know increase their interest rate, and it may not make sense fiscally for them. I, but there are instances where I have you know had individuals who have taken equity out of their primary residence and still lowered their their interest rate and payment on the primary residence. Use that to put towards an investment property, and we're able to qualify now on two payments because their first was. The, the payment on their, their primary residence was actually lower. So it allowed them to afford that, that mm. um, uh, investment property even even more so. So it really, it, I know it's it's a very canned answer in the terms of it depends, but it well, really does uh, you know, depend and of course on it just depends. And we're talking about general, like general, mm-hmm. generally speaking, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because um, that's all we can talk about. I mean, each individual situation is completely different, yep. right? Um, but from a general standpoint, if we're looking at from a loan, like, you know, I mean, I, I think a lot of people, um, 
there's not a lot of information. I mean, you could Google, right? And you get 50 different answers, yeah. right? So uh, I would prefer like just giving someone a, you know, kind of a 10,000 foot view. If you, if you have this or if you have this idea, then, you know, maybe we have a, we, we have a conversation, right? You have a conversation well, a lot, with John. A lot, you have a conversation the, with a lot of the information that you're going to find is going to be someone else's opinion as well. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. You know, on what they've seen or what they've experienced in, in this world. I mean, there's no... There's no one answer, I guess, unless you're talking regulation around investment properties, then you'll get a clear cut answer. But otherwise, it's going to be opinion. It's going to be Chandler's opinion of, of her experiences. It's going to be what I've seen in, in my experience in lending on investment properties. And, and same thing for you. If we're talking insurance, you're yes, going to have. No. Your... I, don't, I don't give opinions. I give facts. <laughs> I give facts. 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 I just blow smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was going to say my clients. Um, and again, you have to be educated or talk to somebody educated and expert in this area because I hear, you know, say I work with, you know, I, you know, 40, 45 transactions a year. Well, that's like 90 clients almost kind yeah. of right. Like a hundred, hundred clients. So everybody has a different strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, but I hear some of my clients, right. Like, um, they'll pull from their 401ks and then pay themselves back but that's what they choose to do mm -hmm. right or they will pull from you know take some money out of stocks pay the penalties but they're okay with that because that's what they choose to do mm -hmm. you know my husband and i have our things that we're comfortable with and like you know just what we're interested in doing like right now maybe i mean we have a decent <laughs> amount of 401k money we just don't want to that's just right. not our thing right now to, right. to dip into it right like we'd you know whatever but everybody has a different a you know, different mindset, different strategy, different idea of how they want yeah. to make it work. Well, and, and here's the thing too, right? Before you make a decision like any of those things, right? Um, if you talk to the people who are most successful in life, the people who are most wealthy in life, if you will, they have a team mm -hmm. of people that they go to for advice, right? Mm -hmm. They they go to their attorney. They go to their, uh, you know, CPA, right? What are the, you know, what, what happens in this scenario? What happens in this scenario? Mm -hmm. They go to someone like Chandler, right? They go to someone like John. Mm -hmm. They ask questions and make a decision based on all over that. They don't work with, uh, you know, some of the online places and just make a decision based on that because that's how you get into trouble it right um, you you need to you need to ask questions and that's why there's experts out there right and, and I mean we could we could do a whole podcast on all these you know like oh we're making it so easy for you you know 15 minutes we can like set you up for, yeah, right we can set you up for financial devastation because we, you know because you, we don't know what we're doing who wants to sign up for that right exactly right I mean it's it, like uh, unfortunately like sometimes it's best to take a step back right yep. I mean you know we're, we're all for like we we began this by saying, when's the best time to do something? Right now. Right? <laughs> but it, what we mean by that is is make the decision to do it, right? Yeah. Make that, that initial decision and then go through the then steps to the find steps, out right. what that actually looks like and talk to experts, right? Do not talk to, uh, you know, someone on a 1-800 number, right? Or, you know. Or the drunk guy at the party. Or the drunk guy at the party, <laughs> Right. Well, they have really uh, good some, ideas. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it depends, yeah. depending, right? Bar math is always the best math. But... Depends what party you're at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. That's, this is very true. Uh, the, the attorney one. Yeah. That would be a yeah. great party to go to. The Chandler's... Vegas party probably has really good uh, advice, too. Yeah. No. But no. but honestly, like you would you would be surprised. Once you make that initial decision, then then solutions start to 
matriculate, right? Um, you know, start to come together and then you start taking those steps and steps and steps. But you can't, unless you make that initial decision by saying, well, this is what I'm going to do. To pursue mm-hmm. or, yeah. Yeah, then none of those solutions will present themselves. And yep. don't ever make a decision without talking to an expert. Yep. Don't ever file a claim without talking to me. Don't ever do like, X, unless your house is on fire, right? Um, don't ever do X, Y, and Z without talking to John or an expert or an attorney or, you know, get as much advice and then make that decision. But they're here to help you in your individual, like John said earlier, right? Every situation is different. Mm-hmm. Every single one, right? We There is no canned advice that you're going to get. And a lot of it is opinion. So mm-hmm. the, the opinions of the people who are, who know what they're doing, right? Right. Yep. Yep. You know, exactly. someone like uh, Chandler, like if I'm going to ask her, right, it's, it's, what's ex- going on in the yeah, market versus someone who's, who's, you know, uh, selling, you know, three houses a year, yeah. right? I mean, who am I gonna like? Who? Um, no offense, uh, like I'm not trying to rip on anybody out there because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously we all love entrepreneurs, but I'm just saying, like from that standpoint, like I know the the work that she and I know the dedication. And I know what she says, right? I trust because yep. because she's the expert. Right. Sure. She just is. Yeah, she is. She puts I mean, in the work. She lives it, breathes it. She's passionate about it. Same thing with John. Right. John's an expert. John yeah. knows what the hell he's talking about. Right. Yeah. Uh, I almost said F, but <laughs> I guess I know I've almost slipped a couple yeah, times. Have, too. Who cares? <laughs> Mother, you know, who it happens. Cares. It happens. Right. Um, but but, you know, that's that's the bottom line is, is that, you know, you need to uh, to consult with those people before. Right. Um, and again, we're, we're giving you 10,000 foot views of things to do. We're giving you the reasons why you potentially should do it. If it's inspired you to do it, take that first step. Mm-hmm. Take that first step. Yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, yeah. we are in a relationship based industry. Oh, so yeah. we're not as many transactions that we call them that we do in a year, whether it's, you know, homes that are sold or bought, whether it's mortgages that, that I originate, we are still building relationships. You're not going to get that, that, trust that is established in a relationship by going with someone from an online based company or an online based source. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you should be in a relationship, so to speak, with or, those or experts. Just, or just making that decision yourself. Yeah. Right. I mean, like seriously, like, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, early on, like when I was, you know, first, when I first started my business, right. You were so green. I was looking for the cheapest options yeah. out there. Right. Like yeah. I, whatever, you know, I mean like, um, you know, seriously, like, Oh, how much, how much are you charging, you know, for, you know, but here's the bottom line, right. The advice good advice, like, you know, is going to make you money, right? Seriously. Like if you take, you know, bad advice from someone, like if you, you know, you have uh, someone who doesn't know what they're doing with regards to taxes or you do them yourself, right? Like that can put you in potential financial ruin, Mm -hmm. right? So why not spend a a little bit extra money so you can make a little bit more money later? Mm -hmm. Like to just make sense. So that makes sense. So some lessons, it takes people a little longer to learn. Yeah. 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 I've been there, done that. Oh, everybody has. Got I, think t-shirts. I think we all yeah, have got the t-shirt. t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and then you always have to do what's best for you, right? Like I have friends that I think what I strive to do in this world, I guess, you know, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy all the choices I make or whatever. And so I make, I, I guess in turn, it makes it look easy. So then I have people like my friend, she called me a couple of days ago. She said, Hey, set up a search for me, blah, blah, for myself. She's like, you have inspired me to to get my first investment property. I'm like, okay, great. Well, let's, 
let's take a few steps back. Like, is this what you want to do? Is this right for you right now? Like, and going through all the things. Don't, you know, you can't just look at me because I make it look easy, right? Is mm-hmm. you know, Nick and I don't show the sacrifices that we, you know, make to be able no, to none do of us things, do, right? right? Like, that's that's the most, in, like, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's that's the biggest uh, thing that that I get is, you know, people people sometimes watch my videos or or watch, you know, and they just think everything is just like. This is so easy. All you got to do is just get up there and, you know, like insurance is the easiest thing in the world. But they don't see that I'm, you know, like that I'm working uh, on Saturdays and Sundays and I'm at my office sometimes till like 10 o'clock at night. Right. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that go into that. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, yeah. No, no. But yeah, we, we do. You know, we do make it look easy. People are like, oh, but real estate is so easy. I'm like, yeah, so I dress nice most of the days and, you know, drive a nice car. And they're like, well, that's, you know, that's it. I'm like, well, we are a service. 